and welcome to the Colorado Switchblade. I am Jason Van Tatenove, and you are listening to Colorado's Cultural Magazine. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a movie, a movie on Netflix. On the weekends, as part of the format, and, and keep in mind, this format is probably going to change quite a bit as things evolve and progress. But on the weekends, I want to deal with culture. I want to deal with movies. I want to deal with music. I want to deal with arts. We get enough news, especially bad news, throughout the week. And I think the weekends should be kind of special for art and music and movies and theatrical performances. Whatever it is you like to do, that's what the weekend should be for. So that's what I'm going to be doing here on our weekend editions of the Colorado Switchblade. So the other thing I think we need to to just go over real quick is that the format on the weekends is going to be a bit different. So normally during the week, you know, we're going to have articles, we're going to have straight news pieces when it comes to podcasting. I've also added the video capability. So we'll be seeing some some of my first videos. You know, we I live in Estes Park and, you know, there's just wildlife just brings in a massive amount of traffic. So I will be whoring out the uh, the local wildlife for my uh for my own promotion uh, as much as possible. But, you know, that'll be sprinkled in between the the news stories and the podcasts. But on the weekend, again, um, you know, I, I don't, we, we deal with the news enough during the week. So during the weekend, we're really going to just kind of kick back, relax, and, and talk about things that include opinion, that include feelings and emotions and and where I see things are are going, um, you know, and, and not just me, it's going to be my friends, it'll be my family, it'll be the people in my life that I bring onto the show and different guests that we, if we have a certain topic, we're going to discuss, you know, um, but it's not always going to be, you know, it, it, some expert in the field, it's going to be just regular people like you and me talking about these these issues and these stories that we talk about during the week, but taking it from more of a human perspective. So that's the plan. That's what we're looking at. Again, this is all subject to change. The other thing I should mention is that so I, I, I'll do my best not to swear and, and you know, uh, you know, be professional during the week. But on the weekends, that all goes out the window. Okay. And in my everyday life, I swear a lot. I mean, I had to warn ABC News and, and the Hulu film documentary crew that, that had been out recently that, like, this is just how I talk. I swear a lot, and it's just going to be something that we have to deal with. And, you know, I'll do my best to, to, to moderate and edit myself um, during the week for, for news stories and regular writing. But um, on the weekend, now I'm just going to be me. So let's go ahead and get into it. The movie we're going to be talking about tonight actually is a satire piece um, came out. Um, when did it come out? I mean, it came out in 2021, end of 2021. And it is the satire piece, Don't Look Up, which is an American apocalyptic black comedy, I guess is what you would classify it as. And the film was written, produced, and directed by Adam McKay and starring just an all-star cast, which had Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett, Rob Morgan, Jonah Hill, Mark Rylance, Tyler Perry, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande. Um, so, and and really, what it it covers, it tells a story of this astronomy student who's going for her doctorate, and her professor out of Michigan State 
University, um, attempting to warn humanity about an approaching comet that's going to absolutely destroy all of human civilization. Um, and, and this is used as an a, a, a allegory, you know, an illustration of really what we're going through with, with an amalgamation of things from climate change, which is the main one, obviously, but also just societal reaction, I think, and especially with the pandemic and what we saw happening uh, across cultures uh, worldwide with the the pandemic hitting. And, you know, I remember when the pandemic first hit, you know, talking to my children about it. I So for those of you who don't know, I've got three daughters. I've got a granddaughter. Um, my oldest daughter is 27. My youngest granddaughter is 13. She just turned 13. I've got the, uh, the middle one who is just about 16 going on 28. She thinks she knows everything. Well, all my kids do. I mean, really, karma just, it happens. It works. Um, and uh, I remember talking to them when the, the pandemic first hit. And I remember saying something to the effect of, I, I'm not so worried. I mean, I'm worried enough about the virus itself. But what really worries me is how people will react to the virus. Uh, because we, we have a tendency to kind of go overboard and lose our shit or just ignore things to to the very end. And, and so I think and that's what this movie really gets to the heart of. It really gets to that heart of uh, just trying to, to be comfortable at all costs, to not take on hard issues, to keep those profits going no matter what, that, that they have to continually increase Um and, you know, I often think to myself, I, I don't know if we were to I, I, starting from the beginning of, say, the industrialized revolution, the industrial revolution, you know, could we have fucked the planet up any faster? I mean, there might be a few spots where we, we slowed things down a little bit, you know, with avoiding nuclear war, possible um, nuclear uh, meltdowns, nuclear power plant meltdowns, things like that. But I mean, all in all, we, we've kind of run full speed pedal to the metal to the absolute very end of things. We have fucked things up just at, at record time. I mean, we're really good at it. Um, you know, we literally now here being in Estes Park, you know, it, it's now not only a yearly event, but a, 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 a bi-yearly event that we're getting evacuated, that we're having wildfires in, in the middle of winter now. It, uh, the world is burning around us, literally burning to the ground. And we're still trying to, to debate whether or not the science is real. You know, folks, here's what I can tell you is science is real. Peer review studies are are actual thing. It's not some crazy conspiracy theory thought up by the left to to take your liberty. It it's science. It doesn't give a fuck. Um, and this this movie really really captures that essence, that that thought, that feel, um, and and just how culture reacts to these major events that we're suddenly finding ourselves going through. Um, so the plot, again, um, you have the character of Kate Dibinaski, a Michigan State University astronomer, PhD candidate, um, who with her professor, who is Dr. Randall Mindy, who's 
He's played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, and he does a really good job with it, though I, I do have to say that, <laughs> you know, it is a bit odd seeing him with, like, a normal family. I mean, if you know anything about Leonardo, how he really lives, that, that that's, that's quite a bit, that's satire in itself. Uh, I'll tell you all a story about when I used to work for the world's largest landscape architecture firm back in the day. And, and we actually had to design, not that I was an architect, but I, I worked in the, the print center and some design work. And we literally were designing the hot dog stands on the private island that Leonardo DiCaprio had bought and had the whole thing, you know, landscaped by this architecture firm I worked for. It, it, anyway, that, that's off topic. So, um, so they, they bring this, this knowledge to the president um, and who is, is played by Meryl Streep. And uh, and she does such a good job of it. She's really kind of a cross. Her character is a cross between Sarah Palin and Trump. Kind of gives you an idea. And Jonah Hill's her her son, um, who obviously is very much like one of the Trump children. Um, and he does a great job. You just want to you're you're kind of happy at the end. I'll leave it at that. I don't want to I don't want to do any big spoilers here. But come on, folks, it's been out since last year. If you haven't seen it yet. Well, you might have a few spoilers, but I, I won't spoil the big the big points. Um, so they, they take their findings to the um, to the government, which brings them to the White House and, uh, you know, the president and her son, who's the chief of staff, by the way. Um, and they 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 basically bury it um, there. They have a scandal going on. And, yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't see the light of day, so they leak it to the news media, and they do so on a morning talk show, um, and and also with a kind of uh, an allegory to the New York Times as well, um, and and really they give it some play, um, but you know people really don't want to hear things that that make them uncomfortable, and that's really the heart of this film. Um, and, and I think Jonah Hill's character really, really drives this home. You know, he, he makes a, a statement, don't make me uncomfortable. Come on, bro. And I also want to, at this point, interject that I am going to bring someone on tonight. We're going to see how it goes anyway. Um, you know, I know that I can be, my, my kids tell me all the time that I'm old and out of touch with the youth of America. And that, that certainly could be the case. I mean, I think I'm pretty hip and happening, but you know, they would laugh at me just saying that, but I thought, you know, my, my oldest daughter Sears, uh, over at the place tonight with her, my granddaughter. And, um, I made her sit down and watch this movie. And not only did I make her sit down and watch it, I made her put her phone down. Um, and it, it, it was just such a good illustration to, uh, some of what the the movie is talking to but i thought you know having someone who is is much younger than myself you know she's she's 20 years my my uh my minor so i i thought it might be interesting to to get her take on this too so we can kind of get some of that intergenerational dialogue going that the back and forth so we'll, we'll give it a shot okay now we have sierra on sierra go ahead and say hi to the listening audience right now hello guys wow all right. 
Um, so, Sierra, I, I actually made you sit down and watch this movie, and I, I've already let them know that, you know, I made you put your phone away because you do have a problem sometimes with being on your phone nonstop and sometimes has issues with you engaging in life, which, which is kind of at the premise of this movie. So, first off, just... Give us your first impressions of this movie. What were your thoughts? As you know, I'm I'm 20 years older than you. I know my my views may be different than yours. Um, I mean, you but... are incredibly old. Oh, yeah. I um, I started watching. I'd say what mid movie. Yeah, yeah. She did come in halfway. So. So first off, let me just say the endings got me heated. Uh, second off, and I what, what, went what do, back what do you to watch mean the by beginning. Heated. What do you mean by heated? <laughs> heated like i want to um scream yeah and why is that what about the the ending now we don't want to spoil the ending i'm not going to spoil the ending but all right but we got to kind of spoil a lot it. of people pissed i mean off. if it's, it, it, this came out oh uh, when did it come out um like the end of last year so like if you don't haven't seen it you you, you like i said earlier you're probably gonna have some well i went back to go watch the rest just now Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, I was recording this. Okay. Um, so, that's a lie. That's just a straight lie. Don't say that. Go look at the TV. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, so, what about the ending? And, and all right, here's a spoiler alert. Everyone dies. No one lives. It, there's no, there's no survival. You kind of just gave it away. Well, yeah, but I mean, if they haven't watched the movie by now, like, come on, we're talking about the social implications of the movie. Um, but that's not the story. I mean, that's just the very end, and you know, it, it's not your usual American, uh, you know, astronauts going up to save the world from the the comet that's going to come crashing down to the sounds of eighty hair metal. But you know, it is what it is. So what? Why? I mean, it really seemed to be you broke out into tears when they had the little clip, and they interspersed these clips of like these beautiful wildlife shots of the the hummingbirds and such. And the the elephants and the whales and the golden Buddhas and like these all these really nice B roll footages. That's that's juxtaposed to the 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 massive complete destruction that's coming with this comet. Um, what was it about the end that really caught you? Because there just is nothing else. It's just done. I guess it kind of pissed me off because during the whole movie, something could have been done about it. Mm -hmm. um, but. You know, with propaganda and with politics, people want to make money off shit, so. Yeah. Now, you know that this is this is an allegory for a real issue that's going on. Yes, right? I that, understand. That, that, that it is for climate change. I get And that the planet, like we're right there now, like we're literally, you know, the day after they could have sent up all the rockets with the nukes and had an 85% chance of saving us all we're right there we're right where they turn them around and you know so what to, with having such a strong emotional reaction to this movie in a fictional setting what is your thoughts about climate change i mean what do you think about climate change do you think about climate change want me to answer yeah no. yeah can i answer honestly yes okay i'm a christian I do believe in climate change. I know it's a real thing. And I know no, that... Let's just stick to science. <laughs> climate change has nothing to do with religion. It is science. It's it, it's peer-reviewed studies. This is 
empirical yes, data. I know, like, and we and don't that, need. I believe we that, don't need to bring white Jesus into this. Let's just stick with science. I don't believe in white Jesus. Okay, <laughs> sure. All right, go ahead. Tell. Let, let's stick with science. I do science. believe that <clears throat> if you don't physically, as a Colorado native, don't see uh, climate change happening, because I remember as a kid, it used to snow. A lot more than it does now. I mean, it snows a lot up here in Estes. I'll give you that. But um, if you physically don't see a difference from when I was growing up to right now. Yeah, and that's even more so with me and my generation growing up in the 80s and 90s. I remember like going to baseball practice and soccer practice after school as a kid. And like it would rain every day. You'd have a like, 15, 20-minute shower but it happened every day, and then it cleared off. It was nice. It was kind of well, cool things down. And when fall used to be fall, remember when fall used to be cold? Well, I think and now it, it's like eighty degrees up until November. Yeah, it's definitely the temperatures have been coming up. Um, I mean, this house was built without any air conditioning, and now we literally have to put a air conditioning unit in the uh, the windows up here. Um, and that you know you didn't need that in Estes Park back twenty years ago, so. Yeah, so we're definitely seeing it. So, what? But I mean, I think we're right there. I think we're right where that you know the day after we could have launched the rockets, and like, what are we gonna do? What 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 can we do? I, I truly fear for the planet that we're handing over to people. You know, to my children, you and and Lux and Winter, who are younger than you. Um, but then, you know, my granddaughter, Annabelle, you know, the, the planet that they're going to be getting, I mean, I will probably think very um, long and hard about having a kid in today's world. I mean, back then, it was, we didn't have to really, it wasn't in the social conscious. And, you know, things weren't quite as bad. I mean, they certainly seemed to be getting bad. And, yeah, I, I kind of went off on my conspiracy theory trip and, you know, the whole prepper in a previous life. But you know what? I Nowadays, I kind of feel like I'm kind of glad I did go off on that. I mean, granted, I came back because I think a lot of it's going to come into play. I mean, I don't know if we get back to the golden age that well, we it's have. Well, not just, it's not just uh, global warming. It's social decay in all aspects. It's not... It's not uh, I see everything reclining. Reclining? Like a recliner? <laughs> Declining is a word you want to use. Um, so... <laughs> Give us some examples. How how is the social fabric reclining, <laughs> declining? Sorry. That are not based in organized religion. Let's 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 set those parameters right now. <laughs> okay, I feel that. I know you say I've got a problem with my phone, but I feel like our whole generation does. I feel like. Well, yeah. We are more adapt to like what's popular than noticing that you know our children aren't going to have a world to grow up in. Yeah, I, I think you're right, and you know we 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 definitely had that back in the day, but it wasn't so interconnected. It wasn't so immediate. You know, we had our magazines, we had our TV shows, we had our movies, um, but we didn't have that immediate reaction feedback loop that we kind of see now that Back you know prehistoric times yeah well i mean at least the old west times but yeah so all right well i think that this movie is a good wake-up call and if you don't get heated by the end of it 
<laughs> then I don't know. Maybe you don't have any empathy. Well, and here's the thing. Like, and and definitely watch it till the end because I didn't watch the post credit scene. I didn't know there was a post credit scene until I just watched it again to get you know to have things fresh in my head for this this podcast. But there's a great end credit scene with the billionaires who have gone off world and the fate that awaits them there. And again, it's just yeah, it is. I think this is an important movie. I think it's an important movie because it relates a tangible subject that we we're, we're kind of already conditioned to 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 have in our 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 sub shared subconscious. You know, how many movies did we see in the the 90s about the comet coming or the meteor coming? You know, you had Lucifer's Hammer, or the book by uh Niven and Pernelli that that kind of set that genre starting um and uh you know deep impact and what was the one with uh with bruce willis and oh yeah what was that anyway you guys know what i'm talking about you know which movie it is and uh you know so we we kind of set up and they use that because we're familiar with it and we can kind of jump right into it um but they're relating it to something very real and and like we're right there we're we're at the the final countdown and Everyone's worried about what the fuck Elon Musk has said or, you know, the, the infighting between the right and the left. And, it, I mean, that's all bad enough as it is. But we have bigger fucking problems to deal with right now. And it used to be people could say, well, it's not really happening. This is a hoax. It's about, you know, Remember it's about making money off carbon credits. But you know what? We, we can't deny it anymore. We can't fucking second guess ourselves because it's right here. Just like in the movie, the whole just look up versus the don't look up, you know, political things that are going on. We, we've got that. We, we've been seeing that in the past with the whole, you know, climate change is a hoax. It's a hoax. You know, it's, it's just a way for Al Gore and his buddies to make money. It's not. Look, the world's on fire. Well, I, I remember learning about it in high school. Like, I'd, what happened to solar energy? How come that... How? Okay. It's still Excuse here. It's no, still I'm happening. Not. Let me talk. All right. <laughs> uh, I remember that solar energy was going to be this huge thing, um, and people were supposed to get paid off for it. Actually, the, like the electric companies were supposed to start paying people for it. Well, I believe if you tie into the grid, you do get a percentage back, but you got to do grid tie-in. Um, my boss has solar energy, and they're still paying like thousands of dollars. Mm. Well, I mean, it could be that it was above. I think I think the way it was explained to me though is is that if you do it right, you will make some money back on things. I wish you people could see the eye rolling that happens in these discussions. It's just this epic eye roll with a tilt of a head. You don't even let me talk. Oh, I'm letting you talk. I'm giving you a whole, you know, little section on the podcast. It's like, how much more can I let you talk? <laughs> All right, so folks. I thought it would be good to get a, a, a younger point of view on this one and just introduce to you that the weekend editions are going to be a little different. Um, so we're going to wrap it up with Sierra and hope you've enjoyed this weekend rant. A little bit more opinion, a little bit more of an editorial. But we're going to be back next week. I'll have some news podcasts. I'm working on a story talking about ghost guns in Colorado and Larimer County. And uh, have a few other stories I'm working on as well. So tell your friends about the podcast. 
If you love what you get here, please think of supporting the initiative by becoming a paid member. All right. Have a great weekend, folks.